Hi friends, and welcome to episode 122 of the Inspiration to Grow podcast, the best place on the internet to uplevel your mindset, health, and wellness all in one place. My name is Lisa Oberbichler, your host, life coach, and personal growth strategist, and this podcast is dedicated to exploring the intersection between physical and mental health and how the two are interconnected. My aim is to provide a platform for meaningful conversations about building and maintaining a healthy lifestyle and how to create a positive mindset to help you achieve your goals. And if you're ready to up your health, wellness, and fitness game, then you are definitely in the right place. So buckle up and let's enjoy this amazing ride we're all on together called life and start making the changes we want for ourselves today. Episode 122 is called How to Have Self-Discipline When You're Feeling Lazy. And I'm going to explain to you how I have learned and what I rely on when it comes to self-discipline. And you might be quite surprised that by nature, I am rather a lazy person. Yeah, so I just let you in on a little secret. Many people don't know that I can go into sloth mode and turn on my lazy mode quite easily. But many people who who know me don't even realize that that is one of my gears sometimes. So anyways, in today's show, we're going to talk about how to have more self-discipline, especially when you're feeling lazy right? Everyone thinks motivation is the key to getting things done. I'm sure you have searched up the phrase, how do I motivate myself? Maybe once or twice when you were lacking the willpower to get anything done. It is a very commonly searched term. But without motivation, it's hard to get started on anything. But when you can't rely on motivation, What do you turn to? Well, you need to turn to good habits, good routines, and most of all, self-discipline. Two things, self-discipline and consistency are so important, yet they're so difficult to achieve. Perhaps it's because we associate them with things like deprivation, mundanity, and absolutely zero fun. If you let distractions control your day, you only make decisions based on how you feel, right? So that that could be unmotivated and you never get where you want to be, okay? So it may be, it may be fun to watch Netflix, but you need self-discipline to get you through those moments when you lack motivation. And in today's show, I'm going to share some of my mindset shifts to help you realize that you are actually disciplined. And I'm going to provide seven tips how you can improve your own self-discipline, even when those moments of laziness creep in. And believe me, coming from someone who is a sloth by nature, I think you'll find them really helpful because they did help me as well. So let's just have a close look at this. I always kind of 
like to have a look at what is self-discipline just so we're all on the same page and know exactly what we're talking about here. And I came up with a really good definition. Self-discipline is the ability, the ability to pursue what you want despite temptations to abandon it. So self-discipline involves doing something repeatedly over and over again until it becomes part of your routine and lifestyle. It also means avoiding things that you know you shouldn't do, things you shouldn't eat, or things you shouldn't say, etc. Whether you think of it as something you do or something you actually refrain from doing, self-discipline is something many people associate with success, right? Whether that's eliminating or actually taking action and doing something. And if you think of Olympic athletes, talent obviously contributes to their success, but it's those top shelf athletes who are the most disciplined who actually win the medals. People who keep their commitments to themselves and others are the ones who actually get ahead. You might not think you have self-discipline, but we all have discipline in some way or another without even realizing it. If you're always telling yourself that you don't have it, it's time to let that mindset go. Ditch it, get rid of it. Tell yourself, I've got it, I've got it, I've got to work on it, I've got to develop it. It's not a personality trait to actually be bad at self-discipline. So I want you to stop using that as an excuse right now and today. And I came across this, this quote from uh, a girl called Maddie James, and I thought it was just so fitting. She said, I am more disciplined than I am motivated. Motivation is the cherry on top of execution. It feels good, but cherries aren't always in season. Discipline is because it always produces fruit. Think about that for a moment. Quite powerful, isn't it? So I never thought of myself as having good self-discipline until someone mentioned to me one day, this person said, you, you're pretty good at setting a routine for yourself and getting to work at that routine. And I thought, yeah, that's really what I needed to hear in order to change my mindset and see that I was actually capable of self-discipline. But I needed to hear that comment from an outsider to actually start believing it. So as I said, I'm, I'm, I'm lazy by nature, but I am disciplined super disciplined at certain things. And we're all that way, really, but we get stuck because we think we need to be disciplined at everything. To change that mindset, recognize the areas of your life where you're already disciplined is crucial, right? To actually realize, yes, I've got it in me. I can do it. It's there. I just have to work on it. And let me give you just an example. Um, something I'm, I've been good at lately is exercising uh, 
probably about six times a week for at least 20 hours each workout. But it took me a long time to be consistent with it. Years really, since we moved back to Canada. But I'm finally at the point where I do it without trying to talk myself out of it. Something I've not been very disciplined with is the amount of time that I spend on certain social media sites, right? And I know some of these apps, whether it's Instagram, TikTok, um, any, any of the apps really were designed to actually keep people on them for as long as possible. But I have plenty of opportunities to stop scrolling. You know, you just have to put your phone down, turn off the app, do something else. Yet I don't, right? So that's one area that I need to become more disciplined at. So knowing that I have self-discipline in certain areas of my life, but not in others, reminds me, yeah, that I am just human, like you, like all of you. It also reminds me that I can't use, I cannot use a lack of self-discipline as an excuse to not follow through with my intentions, right? And there's the kicker right there. So why is self-discipline so difficult for people? Because I am sure if I asked you and you were sitting right in front of me, hands up to all of those who feel as if they do not have enough self-discipline in certain areas of their life. And I am sure that all the hands would go up. Because the key to being self-disciplined is consistency. Consistency helps to move the needle forward. And this is where many drop the ball. If you have goals you want to achieve or habits you want to adopt, self-discipline helps you to be consistent with them. But I mean, I'm the first one to say consistency. No one, it's not a sexy term. No one likes to talk about it. No one likes to think about it, but that's at the root of their habits, of their goals, of everything they want to achieve. You have to be consistent at it. And that's where self-discipline comes in. You see, when motivation fails to inspire you, self-discipline is there to help you get it done anyway. One of the reasons self-discipline is so difficult is because we view it as a negative thing. Self-discipline is often associated with, as I said before, deprivation. And who on earth wants to willingly deprive themselves of something, right? Because if you choose one thing, that means you're missing out on something else. And that's where the deprivation feelings come in. If you stick with the mindset that self-discipline equals deprivation, well, this alone might be holding you back. But instead, I want you to flip the script. Instead, think of self-discipline in terms of consistently doing things because they're important to you. Self-discipline no longer equals depriving ourselves, deprivation. As of right now, for all the listeners of this podcast, self-discipline equals consistently doing the things because they are important for you. So 
When you do things because you enjoy them and you clearly see the benefits of doing them, you're more likely to be consistent with them, right? Any emotionally healthy approach to self-discipline must work with your emotions rather than against them. You won't be able to go to the gym consistently if you don't enjoy it. So you have to find ways to make it fun, make it enjoyable, make it an experience that you long, that you crave for. Focus on creating discipline around the things that you find beneficial, not the things that you think you should be doing. One example here is I journal every day because it makes me feel good. There are, there are still times, admittedly, there are still times when I don't want to do it, but I always feel better after writing. This makes it easier to be disciplined with my daily writing habit. And I can assure you the same goes with the gym too, right? Um, it always makes me feel better coming out on the other side of a workout. Although I have to say there were times when I didn't always want to go right? I had to drag my body there. Those times are over. I just love it. My gym bag sits at the front door. Can't wait to get going because I just know the, the awesome feeling for myself, for my body, for my mind when I come out after a workout. So you don't have to deprive yourself of the things that you enjoy. Practicing discipline will make it easier to enjoy these things that you want to do without feeling guilty about them, right? So I've got, uh, I've prepared seven ways that you can start improving your self-discipline, right? And if you've been telling yourself, Ooh, I really need to get better at it. I would like you to pick one of these ways and work on it every single day, especially when you feel lazy or unmotivated. So the first one is to create enjoyable rituals, little rituals and certain environments really can help with self-discipline. I recently started dedicating time to writing on a daily basis. When it's time to get started, usually early on in the morning, I turn on the uh, coffee maker. I get my coffee going. I light a candle. I get my pen and book with my notes ready. So I've got just a, a little area. I prepare my area. It's clear, it's, it's free, it's, it's not cluttered. I've got my, the materials that I need and the atmosphere with my nice cup of coffee that smells and tastes so good in the early morning, a nice scented camera. And sometimes I even put a matching hand lotion on my on my hands as well to, <laughs> to intensify the, the scent, right? So it's, it's these little rituals that make me feel, um, like a writer. I mean, I know that sounds a little funny, but it signals my brain that it's time to start writing the smells, the drink of coffee, the, uh, nice looking notebook with the fancy pen that my husband gave me. All of those are signs and it signals my brain, whoa, it's time to go. 
get your writing on. So setting up this environment for, for yourself really tells you it's time to go. And uh, the daily ritual makes it more inviting, right? Routines and rituals really help you to be consistent and help you stick to the commitments that you're trying to make to yourself. Just think for yourself, what little rituals could you set up around an enjoyable, um, or to make it enjoyable for, for a new habit or um, something that you are trying to incorporate into your day and do consistently. The second thing is I'd like you to clarify your priorities. When you're clear on your priorities, it does make it easier to avoid decisions you'll regret later. Let me explain. It also makes it easier to focus on one thing at a time, right? If those priorities are clear. For example, if you need to get something done, but a friend comes along and asks you to go for dinner, or go for drinks, or go to a show, you have to decide whether it's more beneficial to keep working on whatever it is you're doing or take a break for and with your friend. It's okay. I'm telling you, it's okay to let go of a rigid schedule and be spontaneous, but set clear priorities and these clear set priorities will help you if you do this often and keep feeling guilty about it. So, I mean, one way to look at this and ask yourself is, will this make my life easier or harder in the future? Meaning, I've got my clear goals, I've got my blinders on, I'm focused on the thing I'm working on, whether that's health, fitness, writing, um, art, uh, whatever it is. And if I allow myself to give in and get slightly off track of my rigid schedule, will this make my life easier or harder in the future? Ask yourself honest uh, and, and answer honestly and then make a decision. So point two was really clarify your priorities. Where are they? Where are they really? Number three is commit to consistency. Oh boy, here's that unsexy word again, consistency. If you have a hard time deciding how often you want to do something, try doing it every day, every day or every weekday instead. I've found success when I do something every day, right? Whether that's writing, working out, journaling, because my brain doesn't have to make a decision about how often to do it. I know I need to get it done that day, every day, so I create the time to do it. And there's a rule, it's called a two-day rule that I, I just like to mention here. You might have heard it before, but I'm just going to talk about it. It's, it's, you could also try incorporating it the two-day rule came from Matt uh, Davelas, and he doesn't go more than two days without working out. But you could apply it to whatever you're wanting to do, right? So never skip two days in a row of whatever it is. So if it's, let's say it's eating salads every day for lunch, right? Maybe this is one of the habits you want to get into. Salads for your... Um, healthy fiber for your vegetables, for a lighter meal. Um, you said, yeah, 
I'm going to have salad every day for lunch. I can change up the salads, but boom, they are on my plate every day for lunch. Well, you may get sidetracked. You may, uh, life may get hectic. You may get sidetracked by different things, but the concept of this rule is just get back on track within two days. Yeah. Don't let this habit that you're working on every day, every day, every day, get too far off track because then coming back is so much more difficult. So apply the two day rule to the habit you are trying to implement in order to stay consistent. Keep track of your progress is the fourth tip I'd like to give you. If you want to do something every day, well, I'd like you to keep track of it. Yeah. The more you do something and physically see how much you've done it, the more likely you are to keep going. That's how I was able to uh, really hone in and get super serious about my workout uh, program. I, I have my tracker. It's a very simple calendar, paper calendar on my desk and I map out my workouts and it feels so good to go back and look at the weeks and see all of the moments of movement, the exercise that I have kept track of. It really builds me up and fills me with joy to see that I showed up for myself and honored my body's need for movement, right? So seeing that I really done it so many days in a row just motivates you and keeps you going even if you don't feel like it, right? Even on those days where you think, ugh, I can't, or uh, I don't feel like it, right? Number five, just get started. If you always leave things until the last minute, which is something I used to do years and years ago, I would leave things to the very last minute. That makes things easier for you to kind of get out of, right? So if you leave things to the last minute, you are putting yourself under unnecessary stress and perhaps overwhelm. So you have to take the first steps, right? To make things easier for yourself, you just have to commit to taking that first step. Often, you know, we avoid tasks until the very last minute because we think A, they'll take forever. B, it'll take a lot of effort. Or C, we need to finish it all in one go, right? I certainly felt that way in high school when it came to larger projects, writing essays and things. Oh my goodness, I was the biggest procrastinator. And these these thoughts filled my mind. Oh my gosh, it's going to take forever and it's going to be so much work and oh, oh, I just need to get it finished in one go. But now I try to start tasks with the mindset that I don't have to get them finished in one session. If I tell myself, you only need to work on this for 15 minutes, 20 minutes or 25 minutes. I am more likely to start it before that end due date, that deadline gets here, right? And this applies to 
fitness as well. I'm just going to say fitness exercise movement, right? Why don't you just pick up and start with one minute today? Just one minute. Boom. Done. Tomorrow, two minutes. The next day, if you don't have as much time, just one minute again. Right? So you need to get started and you just need to create that habitual uh, feeling of, okay, I'm going to do the thing for as long as I can. You, it doesn't have to be a full 30 minutes. It doesn't have to be a full hour. Just take the first steps. You know, I don't care if it's just, just around the block simply, but just get started at whatever it is. And number six is, is really an important one, right? I talked about distractions before. And number six is remove the temptations. If you're prone to distractions, which many of us are, you need to get them as far away as possible. My phone is a big temptation for me. So I make sure it's out of sight when I'm working. If you're not disciplined when it comes to food, for example, keep temptations out of your pantry. When the temptation is too strong, ask yourself again, hmm, does this help or hurt my future self? But I, I know that's really hard to do. I know that is hard to do. So my husband and I, came to the conclusion that we just had to eliminate, not even buy all of the guilty pleasures that we used to love having in the pantry. It could be our favorite cookies. It could be salt and vinegar chips, which is a weakness of mine. It could be ice cream in the freezer, right? We just don't buy them anymore because guaranteed if they're in our house, and we have that evening craving, we'll go and get it and eat it, right? And it's hard then to even hold yourself back from eating the whole bag or, <laughs> yeah. You know what? Remove temptations. That's the easiest thing to help yourself discipline, all right? And number seven is let yourself rest. Your days, your day does not have to be filled to the brim with productive tasks. No, no, absolutely not. You need to give yourself downtime to reset and recharge. Otherwise, discipline won't give you much of a life. If you're having a particularly rough day, well, give yourself permission to take a break. Everyone needs that. You're human, I'm human. Everyone needs to rest and relax and give yourself some grace while you're at it. Sometimes all you need is a few minutes to recuperate, but other times you need longer to recover. Be real with yourself and how much discomfort you're willing to let disrupt your day. So let me ask you, what areas of your life are you disciplined in? Because as I said, we all have discipline and some areas are better than others. So I'd like you to think of one area of your life where you actually have discipline. How did you get there? How did you get there? And how can you apply that discipline, that 
showing up, that consistency to other areas of your life. Instead of telling yourself that you don't have any discipline, find a way to prove yourself wrong. And friends, that's a wrap for today's show. If you'd like to go over today's show and read it through, I invite you to go to the show notes on my website, inspirationtogrow.com. That's with the digit two. I know sometimes I talk fast and it's a lot to digest. So many of you just like to go and read through those notes. And I'd love to know what has resonated with you. So leave me a comment. Could I just ask you one favor before I end today's show? Could you leave a rating and a review on Apple iTunes podcast for me? This helps my show reach more people who need to hear these messages. I would greatly appreciate it. And it's super easy to do. Just look up my podcast, Inspiration to Grow. That's with the digit two. Scroll to the bottom of one of the episodes and there you'll see rate this podcast. And I'm crossing my fingers that you're going to leave a favorable one, that you're getting value from this podcast. And I would love for you to give me a five star if you feel that's warranted and leave a few words of review. Thank you very much. And my hope is that you start to implement some of the ideas, tips and strategies that I talk about. And you know what? I would love to know which ones have been beneficial for you personally. And here is your official invite to become part of the Inspiration to Grow community on Facebook. The group name, it's a public group, Inspiration to Grow, with the digit two, of course, for female goal getters. It's meant to be a community of like-minded women who want to grow strong, stronger, strongest from the inside out. And there will be journaling prompts, nutrition and fitness tips, exercises to try, encouraging conversations among the community, and much, much more. So... Be sure to join this group for support, new ideas, and the necessary rocket fuel to propel your health and wellness to new heights. Remember, friends, you owe it to yourself to take care of yourself, to show up for yourself, and become the best version of you. And in case you haven't heard it yet from anyone today, let me be the first to tell you, you're incredible, you're capable, and your potential is limitless. Never forget that. I'm here cheering you on behind my microphone, and I believe in you one hundred percent. Now go out there and show the world what you are truly made of. I hope to have inspired you to grow. Keep smiling, keep shining, and have a super powerful day. Till next time.